Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, author of The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Our aim is to help people win in life through the power of their words. You are born to win. Put your trust in Jesus. Put your trust in the word. He will never let you down. I tell people, listen to me. I go out on the word of God. I believe God's word. I pray for the blind eyes. I pray for the deaf ears. I pray for the sick. Pray for the cancer-ridden patients. I pray for those that have been afflicted by the enemy. And we get results. Why? Because Jesus always brings results. Amen. I'm not going in my name. I'm going in his name. Always remember, you're not going in your name. You're going in his name. Amen. Santa. Jesus has given you power of attorney. Power of attorney. I'm going to say that again. Jesus has given you power of attorney. Amen. He's given you the authority to do the greater works. So go and do the greater works. Do not be afraid. Makaraba Santa is said over 385 times in the word of God. Be not afraid. Fear not. Do not be afraid. Makaraba Santa. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So be not afraid when God tells you to do something. Just do what he calls you to do. There have been many great men of God who made it their last work to preach the gospel throughout the world. Billy Sunday, Charles Spurgeon, Amen, William Booth, Amen, Charles Finney, revivalists are saying, God, raise up revivalists, raise up people of the art for revival. Raise up people of the art to see the lost come to you. Raise up the Billy Grahams of our time. Raise up the Morris of our time. Many generals have gone home to glory. I say, God, many generals have gone home to glory. I watch these things. I study these things. When I see generals going home to glory, I say, God, who are you raising up in this hour? Who is available? Like I said, when he heard, when he saw the glory in Isaiah chapter 6, he saw the glory. Something had to die before he saw the glory. The Bible says in the year that Uzziah died, Uzziah had pride he was a king he had great accomplishments but he wanted to do something that God did not tell him to do he wanted to go into the house of the Lord and perform the priest position perform something that only priest was ordained to do and the Bible says that leprosy come upon his forehead even while he was in the temple he had pride and the Bible says in the year that Uzziah died something has to die and I don't know what it is in your life in your ministry I don't know what it is the Bible said if any man come after me let him first deny him himself take up his cross follow me something has to die no flesh can glory in his presence and there's areas of your life that god may be trying to kill that god may be trying to crucify let me say it better than this that god may be trying to mortify the bible says mortify that means kill deaden the deeds of the flesh he said when he saw listen to me in the year that uzziah died he saw the lord high and lifted up listen to me when we die to our flesh when things die and drop out of our life we're going to see god like we've never seen them before the bible says in that year when Uzziah died when pride was wiped out and when pride was stopped ruling over the nation he said I saw the Lord high and lifted up and his train filled the temple listen to me saw God like he had never seen them before if you read from Isaiah chapter 1 to 5 he's saying woe to them woe to this woe to them woe to this read it but the bible says when he saw the Lord high and lifted up he said he saw the angels singing holy 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 is the Lord God Almighty the whole earth is filled with the glory of the Lord he said woe is me 
because I am undone. Listen to me, we realize of ourselves we can do nothing. We realize that our righteousness is like filthy rags. We realize, listen to me, it's on the blood, it's on the cross that we have to fall on. It's upon the cross of Jesus that we fall upon. It's upon the cross, upon the finished work of Jesus Christ that we depend upon, not on our good works. Listen to me, I tell people you cannot pay for righteousness, you cannot earn it, and you certainly cannot work for it. You just have to believe God for it. If the Bible says, what must I do? I must work the works of God. Jesus said, believe on him whom thou was sent. Just put your trust in Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Put your trust in Jesus. I pray that God will raise up revivalists. And the Bible says, when he said, woe is me, I am done, done. The Bible says the angels came, seraphims came, and they took coals off the altar and they touch his tongue you see god will always touch your mouth he'll touch your lips he will touch your lips he will speak for you he'll touch you he done it for the disciples filled them with the holy ghost Makaraba santa gave them a brand new language amen and gave them boldness to preach and he said your sin has been purged Makaraba santa so when the sin was purged when the sin problem was dealt with the bible says he heard the voice of the lord say who shall i send who shall go for me? I truly believe that God is on the throne asking the same question. Who shall I send? Who shall go for me? Santa, he's saying it right now. Who shall I send? Who shall go for me? Who is available? Who is who is willing to step out of the boat in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth? Who is willing to step out of the boat? based on only on the word come who is willing to throw the net on the right side who is willing to be fishers of men who is willing to give up all to follow jesus who is willing to say listen to me give up all sell that you all that you have give to the poor and come and follow me and you'll have riches in heaven who is willing to discern that let me tell you something now all that i have is nothing in comparison to what god wants to give me who is willing to answer the call of god who is willing to say yes to the lord who is willing to say for god i live and for god i die who is willing as i said here i am send me here i am send me i pray that there's some surrendered hearts that the sound on the radio on the tablet listening right now wherever you are you're in your car in your house in the kitchen i just pray wherever you are the single mother that's there and you're saying can god use me yes god can use you listen to me as a young man you just come out of college and you don't know what to do and you believe god is calling you to preach the gospel and he's saying can god use me yes god can use you god can use anybody that's available God ain't looking necessarily for gifts and talents and oration and how you speak, how well you speak. The Bible says you see your calling that not many, not many highly educated are called, not many bold, not many talented, not many noble are called. But the Bible says he calls the base things of this world, the things that are despised to bring to naught the things that are. Makaraba Santa. God is saying, I want you availability. Listen to me. You can have gifting, but if you're not available, God cannot use you. I'm going to say it again. You can have giftings, but if you are not available, God cannot use you. God is looking for those that are totally surrendered to him. I believe revival is coming, and I believe that God is stirring up the hearts of many men and women for revival. Billy Grahams, he's raising up the Billy Grahams of our time. Evangelists and pastors, Benny Hins of our time. He's raising up those. He's raising up the Reinhard Bonkies of our time. He's raising up people whose commitment to God is to preach the gospel. Santa, and he's saying God how am I going to pay my bills 
God, how am I going to pay my mortgage? God, how am I going to pay for this? God, how are you going to do it? Listen to me. All your job is to know if God is calling you. And I truly believe that God is calling many men and women of God out there. If God is calling you, your job is just to surrender. Your job is to believe and to surrender to the Lord. God has a million, million and one ways to pay your bills. Amen. And he usually does it in a way you'd never thought he'd do it. Listen, God can speak to one person to finance your ministry for the rest of your life. The Bible says, with God, nothing shall be impossible. I'm looking for God for the miraculous, the supernatural, and the miraculous. The miraculous, the supernatural, and the impossible. God can do all things if we just believe. I said, God, raise them up in these end time days. God wants to raise up many men and women of God. Evangelist Reinhard Bunky was committed his life to winning souls. He was made known for his crusades in Africa. Reinhard Bunky was known for holding large crusades. Million people making decisions for Christ. God, where are the men and women of God that will take you at your word and say, God, use me for your glory. God is looking for people who are available to be used by him. To be faithful to speak his word. He's looking for people who will go where he tells them to go. Do what he tells them to do. And say what he wants them to do. Paul reminds us the importance of preachers when he wrote, How then shall they call upon him in whom they have not believed? How they shall they believe on him? How shall they believe on him in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? How shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Romans 10, 14 to 15. Let me say it again. How then shall they call on him, call on him in whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in him on whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. I pray that God will raise up men and women of God in these last hour to do what he called them to do. In Jesus' name. If you've got some points, if you've got a pen and paper, just take on a few points, amen. I'm trying to go on a slow jam, amen. See, I tried to take it easy. I want to preach out my book. This is all taken from my book, The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality, amen. Amen, you can read that as Amazon, all good bookshops, The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality, written by me, Kevin Treasure. In Jesus' name, I'll be write this down. If you've got your pen and paper, Winners Pattern the Life of Jesus. I'm going to say that again. Winners Pattern the Life of Jesus. Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and finish his work. John 4, verse 33. Winners will always pattern the life of Jesus. If you want to win in life, pattern the life of Jesus. Next one. Winners are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, I love this. Winners are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You cannot say you're a Christian, you're ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You hide your cross, you hide your Bible. You don't want people to know that you're serving God. You don't want people to know that you're pastor. You don't want people to know that you're preacher. Winners are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ the Bible says in Romans 1 16 for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe in Jesus 
to everyone that believe to the Jew first and then to the Greek winners are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ number three when the word of God is in your heart you will have no other option but to speak God's word I'm going to say that again when the word of God is in your heart you will have no other option but to speak his word Jeremiah 20 verse 9 then I said I will not make mention of him nor speak anymore in his name but his word was in my heart as a burning fire shut up in my bones and I was weary with forbearing I could not stay the book of Job said that the, the word of God is bubbling me like a vent like wine ready to burst listen to me if God has called you to speak listen to me you must speak his word winners know when the word of God is in your heart you'll have no other option but to speak God's word number four winners delight to preach God's word anywhere he tells them to do I'm going to say that again winners delight to preach God's word anywhere he tells them to when God tells you to preach that is the time you must preach there's many times I just preach because I truly there's an unction on my life I just say someone needs to hear the gospel amen but when God says Kevin I need you to go down this street I need you to preach today listen to me you must preach because now God said there's an assignment amen there's someone that needs to be saved there's someone that needs to hear the word there's someone that God may be saying he's saying listen I need to they're about to commit suicide they're about to harm themselves they're about to do something silly they're about to do something that's going to land them up in jail listen to me we don't know but let me tell you something if God tells you to preach if God tells you to go to this ministry go to this church amen if this door opens one place amen God told you to go here God told you to stand there preach God's word amen winners delight to preach the word of God anywhere he tells them the Bible says in Psalms 40 verse 8 and 9, I delight to do thy will, O God. Yea, thy law is within my heart. I have preached righteousness in the great congregation. Lo, I have not refrained my lips. O Lord, you know. I delight to do thy will, the psalmist says. Do you have a delight to do the will of God? Is preaching a chore? Is ministry a chore? Anytime ministry becomes a chore, you've lost your passion. Something's happened. Anytime ministry becomes a chore, ministry becomes so so heavy, something's wrong. Either God is moving you on and God is saying, listen to me, the assignment is up here. When the brook drives up, listen to the voice of God. Anytime ministry or what you're doing now becomes a chore and it now becomes, there's no joy in there. You have to start, go to God and say, God, what is going on? Is my assignment up? God, what are you saying now? Is the season changed? God, what are you saying to me? Because let me tell you something now. Winners delight to do the will of God. Winners delight to preach the gospel. Winners delight to evangelize. Winners delight to demonstrate the power of God. Anytime you get to a place in your life where now ministry is not what it used to be, now you're not getting a joy about what you're doing, the seasons change. And now it's time to you to go back into the secret place and find out, God, what are you saying? I think I'm preaching to someone out there. God, what are you saying? What are you saying, God? What it is? What is it that you are saying to me? I like to do the will of God. The Lord's within my heart. When the Lord's in your heart, you're gonna have to speak it through your mouth. Amen. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The Matthew says, Amen. But the law of Lord is law of God is in your heart. You have to speak His word. I preach righteousness in the great congregation. Amen. Lo, I have not refrained my lips. Amen. Don't refrain from speaking what God wants you to speak. Winners delight to preach God's word any way he tells them to. Number five, amen. If the first one was winners pattern the life of Jesus, 
Winners are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Winners know when the word of God is in your heart, you will have no other option but to speak God's word. Number four, the winners delight to preach God's word anywhere he tells them to. Number five, winners know that for some people, preaching the gospel is not an option. I'm going to say that again. Winners know that for some people, preaching the gospel is not an option. Paul said, for though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of. For necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is me if I preach not the gospel. 1 Corinthians 9.16 There's a dying word out there. I want to let you know, Paul has said it's a necessity. I've been called to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. He said, woe is me if I preach not the gospel. There are many men and women of God out there and you may have gone through a season, a battle-weary season, a season when you feel like all hope is gone, a season when you're saying, God, what is really going on? What's happening with my finances? What's going on with my marriage? What's going on in the ministry? What is taking place? God, speak to me. And he's saying, God, speak to me. I want to let you know what God is saying. He's saying, listen to me, there's a dying world out there. There's a dying world out there. We haven't got time in any ism and any schism and debates. I don't get involved in debates. God did not call me to debate the gospel. He called me to preach the gospel. There is a dying world out there. And the only way we are going to heal it is by speaking God's word. There's a dying world out there. The only way we're going to hear, the only way they're going to hear is if you speak. Someone needs to hear your voice. God has assigned you to a generation. He's assigned you to a people. He's assigned you geographically to a location. God has called you somewhere to be effective for him, but you cannot do it of yourself. We need the Holy Ghost in this hour. May the listeners, may you out there listening in Radio Land totally depend upon the Holy Ghost. You've got to make it your decision, like the apostles, to boldly declare the gospel of Jesus Christ uncompromisingly in in season and out of season, when it's convenient or when it's not. You must speak the word. If you're out there and you know God is calling you, I'm praying for your strength. I'm praying that you'll yield to the living God and you'll do what God has called you to do. Because let me tell you something out there. There's work to be done. God is saying, go. Makaraba Santa. Go. When David had to face Goliath, Saul simply said to him, go and the Lord be with you. Go and the Lord be with you. Do not be afraid of their faces. Makaraba Santa. Do not be afraid of their faces. Do not be afraid of the accusations. Many people want the anointing, but they do not want the battle that comes of the anointing. They do not want the criticism that comes of the anointing. I said the anointing attracts attack. People don't want to be attacked. People want a peaceful Christian life. People just want to go to church, go to work, come back, and then go to heaven at the end of this life. No, no, God ain't going to let you get away with that. Listen to me. The anointing will attract attack. Listen to me. Cry out for the anointing. It's the anointing that destroys the yoke the many people don't want to go in the things of god that god is saying go forward i'll be with you i will defend you i will uphold thee with the right and of thy righteousness all those who are sensed against thee shall be confounded and ashamed and all those that strive against thee shall perish god is saying i'll be with you but go 
go my son I'll be with you do not be afraid sometimes God is saying I want to do a new way God is saying I need you to get onto YouTube I need you to get on Facebook I need you to get on TikTok God is saying I need you to go on this paradigm I need you to go on this platform this is going to work best on this platform God is saying listen to me there'll be online church the church may be in St. Catherine the church may be in St. Mary the church may be in Honolulu God may be calling you to Ghana God may be calling you to Scandinavia God may be calling you to India I don't know where he's calling you to but God may be saying there's a geographical location that I have for you where you was born to make a difference where you're going to see your gifts begin to shine where you're going to see the gifts really be appreciated you listen to what the spirit of the Lord is saying don't be afraid where God speaks to you don't be afraid to where he sends you don't be afraid to try something new God may be telling you to step out of the box and do something that nobody else is doing do not be afraid when God tells you to do something that nobody else is doing that means get ready God is getting ready to do something new in the earth listen to me when he told Noah to build a boat on dry ground let me tell you something now that was something new but we're still talking about it today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth so when God tells you to do something new listen to me just obey the voice of the Lord God will confirm the word that he's spoken to you in the secret place I'm going to speak to someone God will confirm the word that he's spoken to you in the secret place just be sensitive to what the spirit of the Lord is doing he's about to do something in your life but speak and don't hold back in Jesus name thank you for tuning in to the power of words the winner's mentality please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review check out our website kevintreasure.com follow us on Instagram and Facebook you are born to win